0: you know what my other favorite wolverine thing is Hmm. is whenever they give him a sword and you're like right <laughs> you're like Dine. what are you doing with that yeah Dine. put that down yeah you're just gonna hurt yourself like you got six of them they're not as long as a sword but you got six just use those you <laughs> yeah. know? it's like the same people were like yeah give batman a gun it'll make him edgy Give Wolverine a sword,
1: it'll make him edgier. (laughs) Well, technically, it has more edges. So it is edgier, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What does this even mean? I'm just going to try to meme myself out of this (laughs) thing. (laughs)
2: just you just are vanishing right now yep <laughs> goodbye <laughs> actually i
0: didn't remember which that one was they didn't label it
2: very well i was like what's that sound
0: you're like oh, well, it'll get there eventually yeah i was trying to find this one
2: that would have worked a lot better yeah I know. <laughs>
3: You know we keep it groovy We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies A couple of nerds but got style We so cool, pop culture talking new and old school, yeah You should know we love hip-hop From the roots, Ty lib Shout-out to Pharaoh Shout Munch We giving you what you want It don't get no live Ain't no doubt we gotcha This is Pop Saga, let's go Oh yeah, you heard right heard This right. is a lifestyle Welcome to the nerd life Pop Saga
0: Hello, friends. Welcome to Pap Saga. Today, we will be continuing our saga through the Star Wars universe by talking about Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Written and directed by George Lucas, starring Natalie Portman, Ian McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Samuel Jackson, Tamara Morrison, the great Ian McDermott and the cornerstone of the prequels, Oliver Ford Davies as C.O. <laughs> Bibble. I am one half of your pop sagist, Darth Janius, and I am joined by Cy Forrest Now to quote the smallest yet most flexible of all the Jedis. Around this movie, a podcast create... <laughs>
2: Well, that's me, Cy Forrest Diaz, and I think that was a mighty good intro.
0: (laughs) Thank you. It's called Control C, Control (laughs) V, (laughs) and then you edit the one you did for Episode One The Phantom Menace.
1: I wonder what I did. Are all the, are you going to end up doing all of them just because how we, because we didn't plan on doing it that way, but I wonder if that's how it's going to shake out. I don't know.
0: I, you know, um, probably everyone who listens to this who knows me knows you probably knows that we've already scheduled like nine tenths of these shows out for like ever. I think we're literally into 2023 right now. (laughs) <laughs> uh, almost yeah. into 2024 that's being uh that's being generous um but yeah i know we have uh you know the other ones listed i don't know where we're at so i'll, I'll take a look to see if i end up doing the next one <laughs> that um, would be funny yeah i'll be like you're still going to hear this lame emperor palpatine voice again
2: <laughs> oh i'm afraid i'll do the same thing next
0: time <laughs> Control C, Control V, <laughs> Control F, replace. That is how I write these intros. Ex- execute
1: order. C- control V. <laughs> I
0: almost, I, I literally had almost us like saying, will we. Order sixty-six, this one, or more like <laughs> order sixty-nine, it depending. No, we don't <laughs> like it, you know. I, I just always, I'll you know. order a number three, large, <laughs> super size me. Yeah, hook me up. I want extra pickles. <laughs> you, you heard me.
1: Extra <laughs> pickles. That's that's a real. Yeah, extra pickles is uh, always a sign of uh, the dark side. Um
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you normally order an extra pickles at a place cuz you don't like the taste of whatever you're eating. Right? You want know, oh, <laughs> like gonna... to
1: taste pickles, please.
0: Yeah, no, nah, they make garbage hamburgers. Load that shit up with some pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the Jawa juice with extra pickles, please. Yeah, like like, just keep throwing them in the cup. In fact, ditch the ice. Just pickle me up,
1: please. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to be uh, an hour and a half of us be avoiding talking about the-, <laughs> the attack of the clones. And then at the end we'll just be like, eh, it sucked.
2: Yeah. It <laughs> was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Ooh. Um Yeah, so um uh, how you do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so uh this this movie came back uh, uh came out all the way back in uh 2002, May oh, yeah. 16th of the summer of uh Uh, the year of our Lord, 2002. Yeah, great summer. Great summer. Was it? I don't remember years like that. Everything just sort of blends together.
0: Yeah, me neither. I just, you know, fill in space. We got an hour and a half, and if I can get us to to an hour and 25 before we have to talk about it, (laughs) we'll do it. Well... uh, i let us continue yeah. <laughs> so
1: i well, i mean it was kind of a good summer right i i was uh i personally was i guess in the second year of college and i came back home to watch what i hoped would be an improvement over um over the phantom menace i because you know after watching the Phantom Menace for you know for six times in the theater and and, uh, and, a, and a few when it came out on um, on DVD or tape uh, back then, I it, it was starting to sink in that this movie wasn't what I had hoped it was, um, and I was really holding out a lot of hope like for the the second movie because I I felt like okay. They got the message, um, you know, they're going to spend a little more time on this one, and, uh, we're gonna get something that is more traditionally Star Wars, and that's not what happened exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was gonna ask, did you fall or something? Like, imagine, uh, And then you thought that this magically was going to... It'd be the case because i remember when they announced the name and i was going attack of the clones oh no
1: yeah oh, so no i remember i remember being extremely uh worried that the 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 title was so goofy um But I did remember Obi-Wan talking about the Clone Wars in A New Hope or Star Wars The Motion Picture, whatever you want to call it. And I definitely was like, okay, you know, I like I get to find out about something that I've wondered about all this time. And uh, that certainly interests me. Yeah, but he called it,
0: you know, Clone Wars. So why was this not just called?
1: The Clone Wars. Well, certainly, uh, I think Dave Filoni took that note because. Well, <laughs> yeah, definitely- I'm, yeah, I'm glad he wasn't all
0: like, okay, we're doing a cartoon, everybody, and check this out Attack of the Clones. Continues. Some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some
1: more. The Continuing Attacks of the Clones. Oh. You
0: know, like, what is this? Like,. Oh man, alright. So you so you you watched this at home. You left like school for the summer or something like that.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I uh I lived in the Dorms, so there wasn't anywhere to, you know, go. So um when I went back to, you know, as you do, you go back home to work and, and uh stuff and I so I got to see it with the same a uh, group of friends that uh, I saw the original one with, which was a uh, pretty special, and I think I saw it in the same place, uh, the same theater. Oh, cool, cool, which is cool. Um, and I, I mean, at the t- at the time, I definitely liked it. It felt like a big improvement over uh, Phantom Menace, but it, again, it. I didn't see that one six times in the theater. The second one I saw maybe two or three times and then it took much shorter time to sort of wipe the the stars from my eyes and, <laughs> and to be you know to sort of come to grips about you know what what I just saw. I think I think maybe more so than the Phantom Menace, there there are parts in this movie that clang sort of from a not only because the performances are wooden and uh <laughs> awkward but mm-hmm. there are parts of it that like are much more cringe and must and take you up, out of the movie in a in a to a greater degree than uh than phantom menace I think yeah no 100% 100% uh, but before we get too much of the uh to that I'd love to hear when uh you first saw it
0: yeah i, I was thinking about this so i saw it Um, I was still working at the Banana Republic. yeah. As one does. As one does, catching shoplifters like I did many moons ago. Um, And I went to go see it at a midnight show. Because I remember, because I was actually... No, wait a minute. Yeah, I was still at Banana. But I don't remember why I was so dressed up. Because that was like the one place I didn't really need. Like... You had to kind of dress up. Anyway, whatever. The the reason why I say that is because I went up to the Coronet, and that's where I had watched all my Star Wars movies until they tore it down and turned it into an institute for aging. Um, okay. Like, like you do. Um. So I saw a uh, midnight show Um, where I remember fighting a bunch of... Uh, Star Wars fans in the front of the Coronet. If you've never been, the Coronet had the hugest, like, from front row to screen space ever. It was, like, easily another 20 feet of just wide open space. So I took my Dooku lightsaber that I got at the the uh, Toys R Us and I was whooping people's asses. I was very proud of that. I think there's one picture, I'll try to find it, a picture of me at the Coronet fighting a bunch of uh, star wars fans i would call them nerds but you know uh i am one as well so there you go <laughs> right yeah um,
1: look who's talking right
0: yeah exactly you know i know i know where i am now you know back then i'd be like yeah i beat up some nerds with the lightsaber. <laughs> uh, now let I, me go to the the uh, midnight showing of star wars yeah tag of the clones. well i wanted to make sure i saw it at the cornet versus like how I missed uh, episode one. So that was a big thing. Um, yeah. And it was, it was magical. Cause I literally sat behind the people from Lucas. Um, uh, Industrial light magic. Uh, a lot of people who, who worked on like the effects and stuff like that. And uh, I sat right next to the guy who designed Dooku's lightsaber. And, you know, like, wow. it's like a, you know, he was talking about all the different inspirations he had. So it was really, you know, amped, a real like energetic moment where you would have forgiven anything that you saw on the screen. Like I did until, you know, the second time I saw it, you know, oh, oh, oh God, no, no more opening night with like all the people from, you know, like. Doing the effects and all this stuff. The, the magic is worn off. <laughs> this, 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 is a, this is a something. Yeah, so um, but that's where I saw it, and um, I'm glad I saw it there, and I'm glad I beat up all those nerds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I also had that, and I assume you're talking about the, the force effects, uh, the sound effects, like Dooku lightsaber that had the yeah, telescoping yeah, you... red blade.
0: Yeah, the one that you go tick, tick, tick. And you be all like, yep. yeah, this thing looks badass. I don't know why it looks like this, but it's so dope. And yeah. then, like, you're like, man, he's going to use this in a way we've never seen lightsabers used before. Wrong. I, uh, naively, yes. <laughs> I was like, ooh, he's going to fence with it? It's going to be, nope. No, not whatsoever.
1: He's just going to. I thought so, too. I was like, oh, he's going to be so elegant. His lightsaber style has been something It'll be to something totally new.
0: I mean, I love it. Look, his
1: name is Count
0: Dooku. Ooh,
1: that dude, that was another. Yeah. <laughs> that was another a moment for me where I was like, "Oh, uh oh, oh, yeah. so, something might be wrong here." Yeah, Count Dooku.
0: Well, it's Count, and that's the most important part. No one's going to make fun of his his name, Do- Dooku.
1: <laughs> and you are saying, "What's that?" Oh, this is the guy who played Dracula. Oh. Uh, this Count is Dracula, say. Chris- yeah, so this is this is
0: Christopher <laughs> Lee.
1: Yes. Yeah. Famous Dracula, Count Dracula actor, and you're you're gonna call him Count Dooku, which yeah. sort of sounds like what the what Dracula does after he eats too much blood. Yeah. He has some bad blood. He takes a Dooku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh- I've got to take a Count Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just sounds like a funnel cons- you know...
1: Something cons- was off with that blood. I have to go to the little vampire's room. Take a couch, that- too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, anyway, holy shit. Yeah, that, um... The lightsaber was cool and I still stand by it. It's why it's one of my favorites. If you go back and listen to our ranked the lightsaber episodes, you can hear that I put that one up pretty high. Um and I think it's because I beat a lot of
1: a lot of people with it. <laughs> I could just I could hear the wistfulness in your voice as you think about <laughs> beating, all, just, beating Just just taking that plastic telescoping blade and
0: (laughs) i mean there was one dude i gotta tell this before we move on there was one guy who was like um he's actually a friend of mine who i'm still friends with now his brother was like a dancer or something who's you know and he loved all things you know comic books and stuff like that and he was doing all this flippity flip shit Right? Like all these fancy things that get out of the way. Looked really impressive. And he was just like, ah, you'll never get me. And I was just like, pop! I was like, your (laughs) flippity-dippity shit doesn't work on me. I am a Dark Lord of the Sith wearing a button-up shirt and trousers that I'm trying not to rip.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Classic Star Wars problem.
0: Yeah, of course, you know, but I was looking I gotta find that picture. It's the stupidest thing ever. Because I'm like, look at me! I'm beating all these nerds up! It's so cool! <laughs> it's like, well, like, what, you know, that
1: was it's one like, thing that the prequels had uh, in abundance was, like, that electric energy before the the movie started. There was all sorts of just, like, people were it was like a party, almost. It was, um... There is something magical about that opening day crowd.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been to the, um... To the cornet,
1: but... N- nope. No, just when it, no, <laughs> just in its new form.
0: <laughs> oh, you're going to that institute, huh? now <laughs> Yep. Learn about that aging. I got you, I got you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it was... Like, it yeah, literally electrifying. You know, not only was it like new Star Wars, but everyone was like unified. Like, you know, people would br- pull out their little, you know, Force FX lightsabers, f- put them up in the air, turn them on as the movie was going to start. You know, that was when uh, you'd still hoot and holler in theaters. You know, you'd be like, woo, yeah! Woo woo, and then you realized with that movie all of those were not deserved um but it was fun though <laughs> you know you'd feel like woo yeah, yeah. Ooh. I remember when
1: <laughs> I remember Ooh. when R2D2 pops those jets out of his uh, legs that got a big pop in the theater I was in Oh
2: yeah, yeah he can fly
1: wait a minute he can fly yeah
0: <laughs> he can what? he can fly
1: why did I see him struggling to get up the stairs in Naboo earlier?
0: <laughs> but he can fly. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh, this is just oh, we just we just keep going into it, and then you you see something else, and you're like, yeah, remember when the, remember when they're like in the auditorium or the you know little fucking arena for whatever stupid reason they were there? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> That's not a lot of Jedi's. Okay. <laughs>
1: ooh, uh, ooh. And yet, so many died. So many, like so many. There's, there's so like, many bodies at the end uh, of that
0: scene. There's like 14 of them total, but uh, you know, like yeah.
1: At least Somehow, so 30 died. bodies uh, uh, appeared.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: throw throw more bodies on that pile. <laughs> we,
0: we need more Jedi's here.
1: so um we're not gonna go ahead and talk about this moment through moment because uh everyone's seen this movie a thousand times but you know we're just gonna generally discuss uh how we feel about it and uh wrap it up with a uh where it sits in our personal ranking as of today um so I have no idea if that's what we did in the first episode, but this is what we're going to do now. I think we probably, you know,
0: I think we probably went through it uh, piece by piece, but, you know, we didn't linger too long. Mm. You know, like a a really rank hot sauce, you know, that just kind of stays too long in your palate. You're like, oh, God, I wish this would leave. So instead, we're going to make this a nice...
1: Amoose Boosh.
0: We'll talk about a little bit of everything, you know, and then yeah. we'll be done with it. And uh I
1: love that Jedi on the council. Amoose Boosh. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Jedi Master? Amose
0: Boosh. What do you think? <laughs>
2: well, you know. <laughs> I am a Jedi and um, I am the master too and um, I think Yano should be on this console anymore. Um, <laughs> God, that's,
0: uh, so that's his fault. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, well,
1: I would, a moose boo- I don't a know. Moose Boosh was a jerk, dude. A I moose. don't know anything about moose Boosh, really, but he does sound like a bit of a neckbeard.
0: Oh, that's all he was. You didn't see it, it was just like a real a real luscious neck beard and like <laughs> like, a, like a, a flippy floppy top head. And he's like, yeah, you don't needs to go, and I will take her place as a, a Jedi Master or Moose Booze. Mm. <laughs> Argue with that logic. We will not. You know, and then, Make yeah. the
2: best canapes, you do. <laughs> mm.
0: Delicious appetizers you have brought before us. They're not appetizers. They are complete taste.
2: Uh <laughs> In one it's bite. It's a perfect bite. It's a perfect bite. Everything it's is It's a
0: perfect bite. And you should know that, Master Yoda. Mm. <laughs> Chill out, you will. Or stab you. I will. How about, how
2: about this Quattro Formaggio delicious canapé? Ritz Cracker. <laughs> With cheese <G-Swiss>, whiz it is. Mmm.
0: <laughs> is this Columbus Salami? <laughs> or hormel. <laughs>
2: mm. <laughs> Sprig for the boar's head. You did that.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Package Kind of crappy. Came with broccoli it must have. Lame planter you put out to moose. Mm. <laughs>
1: Well, Man.
2: if you're, if <laughs> you're like listening, this version, Lucas, <laughs> we're
1: if you're listening, wrong. which I'm sure you are, uh, we're available to write any of, you know, Lucas and Disney. Um, if you are listening, we're available to write any of the the extended, expanded universe novels, perhaps about the adventures of Jedi moose bouche
0: <laughs> I want him in the Bad Batch so bad. <laughs>
2: I'm a... Uh, you guys are bad clothes, I'm a bad Jedi. Oh,
0: <laughs> you check me out. Anyone hungry? <laughs> yes, my "Oh. <God>. Mm. <laughs> Terrible mistake we have made. <laughs>
2: <laughs> His signature dish, Just pigs in the blanket. It is. Mmm.
0: Not even using Pillsbury at all. Safeway brand. What is great value? (laughs) Begun. This appetizer war has.
1: Uh, Could you believe that he says that at the end of this movie?
2: Yeah yeah uh, it's supposed oh. to be about the clone wars and he's like no this is just the start and we will never come back to it again in the movie <laughs> ignore
0: everything else that happened you must <laughs> instead <laughs> trust me when i say it is just begun <laughs> I, be- I feel like that was a throw in there because everyone who screened it was like "Ooh, i don't know <laughs> what is happening it's like, there's, there's not... Uh, Attack of the Clones didn't really happen until, like, almost two hours into the movie.
1: Yeah, the clones <laughs> do not show up until much later. Yeah, also, yeah, know, like, uh, Dooku doesn't show up until, like, the back half of this movie either. Yeah, I mean, good for him. I hope, I hope
0: Christopher Lee got paid completely for coming in for, like, ten minutes. Because... <laughs> Because I felt like they gave him the script the day he showed up. And they're like, okay, read your lines. Good luck.
1: Man, him and Ewan McGregor are, like, when they're on screen together, it's like a different movie. They're, like, both veteran actors. They're both uh, veterans of the stage. And so, like, they can take what is on the page and this green room where there's nothing to play off of and like you're talking to a tennis ball and like they can create out of whole fabric this something interesting whereas like when it comes to hayden christian city's just like what do i do what is this how am i supposed to act in this environment Uh, oh no
0: shit man but th- there's a part where Chris, like Christopher Lee's acting is like, it's like, my friend, I wish I couldn't do this. You, you know, it's a, it's a shame. I would do, like, he does this whole line. and I'm like, where's the inflection? Where's the comma? Where's like, <laughs> the, like you, you're not doing any of that. You just, it's one, one run on sentence. And I'm like, this is terrible. But that is a question I was going to ask you later, but I don't know if I should bring it up now. Well, I think
1: you've, uh, you got it. I
0: I got it, right? Hayden Christensen, if you replace him with anyone else, is this a better movie?
1: That is a good question. I I don't want to rest the fault of this movie on Hayden Christensen's uh, shoulders, because... I really like him in a few of the things I've seen him in like um Glass House I think is one of the where he plays like a pathological liar and it was it's uh, was based on a true story like he is is good like believable and good in that movie so I think it it's clear he has the he's a decent actor and he has the capacity to to act okay. but I think that perhaps somebody else in this role could have had better chemistry with Natalie Portman, because to me, that's one of the big things that makes their romance so hard to, like, it takes you out of the movie because it is so awkward, I think, and maybe somebody else could have, like, you know, made me believe that a little bit more.
0: Okay, so it's funny you say that. Because these are some of the actors who auditioned for the part of Anakin Skywalker: mm. Paul Walker, Colin mm-hmm. Hanks, oh James boy. Vanderbeek,
1: mm.
0: Christian Bale,
1: oh my God, Heath Ledger, what Leonardo DiCaprio? Just some. <laughs> I mean, Leo DiCaprio would have been able to sell it for sure. You know, any one of those people probably could have done it. I mean, with maybe... I think we would have gotten this almost the same performance out of Paul Walker, uh, God Rest His Soul. Sure,
0: sure. I, I've actually never seen a movie Paul Walker's been in. <laughs> Not even the Fast and Furious movies? I've, I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies.
1: Oh, oh ho, 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 ho. new idea for a podcast has just occurred
0: to me. Good thing we're filled out to 2020. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair enough. So here's the reason why Hayden Christensen apparently got the part, was because him and Natalie Portman looked good
1: together. Okay
0: i won't say i'll say that for him i think Hank i mean they're
1: they're both symmetrical faced young people yeah and he's tall
0: he's not mm-hmm. a bad looking kid he's probably almost my age i don't know why i'm calling him a kid but whatever right like <laughs> you know these are obviously two good looking people so that's that's not the problem i think the problem lies when you want to deliver that dialogue and um like you know the the breakout star for all the prequels to me outside of uh, ian mcgregor because i think he does a fantastic obi-wan is ian mcdermott because every time he's on the screen it's like he knows how to chew the scenery and he knows how to deliver these lines yep like in a way that is compelling and moves the story along like this this even this one for Natalie Portman, I felt so bad because I'm like she's a fantastic actor, like amazing. She really is, and I'm like this is like what she's dissolved to. Is this character where you're just like, oh no, oh no, oh no? Did she just say that? Oh God, okay.
1: When's this movie? over? <laughs> so the one, the one piece of uh, kudos I'll throw. Uh, Hayden Christensen's way, is that and this is something, I'm gonna give him kudos for something he attempted to do and I am this is not an endorsement of his actual of, of this actual performance but he said that he spent a lot of time studying James Earl Jones vol- vocal intonation his uh, rhythm okay. and he was trying to sort of uh, match that and he didn't do it, obviously, except there are a few. <laughs> and also, even if he did, the thing about James Earl Jones is that his voice is the entire package. it's he does have a unique um timbre and uh, rhythm to his his speaking. but you it's like all of it, his acting plus his the resonance of his voice plus his uh the way he speaks is what makes his voice unique. You can't just take that same cadence and duct tape it to a Hayden Christensen and and have that work. But there are there's one line I don't think I I may have wrote it down here but where he says um like I'd be very interested to something like find out who this person is and who they work for when he's talking about Zam uh Wessel or whatever her name is and uh it sounded I recognized it in that one line it doesn't work any of the other times in the movie I don't think but I think in that one instance he uh he he does actually pull it off in a a way that it reminded me of uh, James Earl Jones.
0: I thought you were going to refer to the nothing to see here, Jedi business. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Because you're just like, I guess, okay, sure, Jedi business, whatever that means. Uh, here's Here's the line, he says, I very much want to find out who he is and who he is working for and uh that sounded like something darth vader would say just that one time
0: yeah okay that's that's fair i i I mean i have i didn't pick up on that too much because he sounds nothing like james earl jones like no one does no um and also you know frankly darth vader got better lines because you know of who was writing him so like that you know, like like you said, James Earl Jones complete package. So you know, like w- when you get this is CNN delivering your lines, you're the lines. <laughs> you know, are yeah. getting. Hey, and Chris is like, who he's working for and what he's doing, or whatever. <laughs> is, you know? Yeah, exactly. But my, I, I think my favorite moment to him is both. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. And I really hate it at the same time. And uh, uh, folks, just to let you know, we're going to kind of jump around as we're talking around things until uh, uh, Forrest decides to uh, steer this Naboo cruiser to its correct uh, destination. <laughs> um, it's when he rescues his mom. And they have a very tender moment. Right? Like, for some strange reason, her aunt, she was just chained up for 30 days or whatever, just hanging out in this tent. Her, yep, Her her new husband
1: was terrible. He was like,
0: my leg! I can't do anything because my leg! <laughs>
1: well, I mean, he did have his leg blasted off or bludgeoned off by uh, Tuscan Raiders. Uh, I'm just saying got, that he he's not that committed. Over.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, once it's bitter, I'll go looking for her body. You know, he already <laughs> wrote her off. <laughs> like, yeah, he did. Yeah, Kleeg Lars' is... One of the worst Lars. Anyway, they have a very <laughs> tender moment, right, where she's, like, so happy to see him. And I think it's probably a lot more to do with uh, was Prunella August's mm-hmm. uh, portrayal of Shmi, right? Like, you know, and she's like, I love, right, trying to do it. Yeah. it. It's a very tender moment. And you can understand why he's getting mad and the whole reason why you see him go on the dark side. That moment is completely ruined when she dies and her head kind of just goes... <laughs>
2: It's a very
1: cartoonish death, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Ah, And you're like,
1: fuck. But then
0: he just lifts his head up and just looks like insane. And then, you know, he goes out there and he just starts, you know, killing all the Tuscan Raiders and then we we hear Qui-Gon's voice going anakin no which apparently yeah. <laughs> was the force ghost trying to tell anakin to stop but since yoda. force ghost was not a concept everyone was just like i think someone messed up on the uh on the sound i think they had <laughs> when you know when it should have been yoda or
1: something well that's but, the scene directly after it it cuts to yoda and he's like
0: oh shit's going down <laughs> <laughs>
1: young Skywalker Mm. fucked in the head he is (laughs) yeah they didn't that was their he should have been like when he got back so he's like uh, Yoda should have taken uh, Anakin aside and said uh, so uh, genocide
2: I heard you did
0: Tell no one i will
2: <laughs> keep this between you and me i will <laughs>
0: <laughs> bros we are
1: <laughs> but happen it should not again <laughs> now now um yeah i i agree that scene is very good i think that i think that scene is legitimately good I. I had a weird reaction this time to this movie. I still don't... I mean, it's still not my favorite Star Wars movie, but... Fair. There are parts of it I really like. And then... But, unfortunately, the parts that I don't like, I really, really don't like.
0: And Now, is this like a change where some parts you didn't like, you'd then grown to like, and parts you did like you grow not to like or it was just more like a magnification of i really didn't like these scenes and now i don't like them even more and i really did like these scenes but now i really really like these scenes
1: yeah i think that's i mean the the scenes that i like i've always liked uh i haven't really like flipped on a lot of the the scenes but i will say i don't know how you watched yours i watched Painful. mine <laughs> I watched. Oh, I watched it on my computer. Okay. Did you watch it on Disney Plus? I did watch it on
0: the Plus. Not sponsored, yeah. but uh, we're offer only. <laughs> Disney. Disney. It could be Pop Saga Plus Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, um, uh, Jedi Master
0: Moosh Boosh. We're
1: saying. <laughs> Come on. This is the kind of gold that you'll get out of us. Uh, I watched it on uh, uh, Disney Plus as well. And I have to say the upscaling and color grading they did for this movie for the 4K Blu-ray collection is really good. It like it looks better than it has ever looked. And it, it's weird that all that it took was like darkening everything 50% to make it actually look like it is like textured and and vibrant in a way that the other the way i originally saw it in the theaters it just looked washed out every scene was like overexposed and and just lit way too brightly
0: yeah i think this I, i'm with you on that one the this is probably out of the prequels was the worst one with the cg and me uh, yeah normally just how like easy it was to tell you know what was what you're like oh man you're not even in a you're just in a green room right now you know like there's nothing around there this one yeah there was a little bit more uh texture so i could see they're just regrading it my problem is
1: it looks decent right it like looked a lot better than i remembered anyway
0: yeah no my problems lie with the fact that they don't support my monitor size
1: so that's a problem.
0: I just had black bars all over, so it's like watching the Snyderverse
1: all over again. <laughs> in, a, in a lot of ways, I'm sure. Um, I would rather watch that again. I I will, I cannot follow you uh, there. Don't,
0: don't. Don't follow me there. Just know
1: that's, that's this took <laughs> to like be, two days to try to watch it. <laughs> to t- well okay yeah it did for me too but to me um this movie uh for me it's like any star wars is better than almost any other movie to me i i would almost rather watch any star
2: wars <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm.
1: well one of the things i want to talk about about this movie is that the pacing is weird and I think especially for a star Wars movie, I mean, I guess there are, there are like return of the Jedi starts off kind of like, uh, mysterious and slow, but this one really like, aside from the, uh, like the initial, um, excitement of the assassination attempt on queen Amidala, it, it, like, starts... Like, the pacing is so strange. The f- The first part of it is just kind of really languid and, uh, you know, uh, it, I don't know. It just, like, it starts really slow. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, it starts in... Incre- it's, it's weird. It's because it's kind of like a little bit of action up front, a lot of space in between to build connections that... Like the build relationships that will never pay off, and then a lot of action at the end. Felt like this, you know, was trying to be a a mystery movie, like almost like not a whodunit, but you know, trying to be clever with you know the whole there are people trying to kill Padme for some reason versus any other senator who might like I don't know Bill Organa or anyone else. We're gonna to try to blow her up for some reason, and then you discover you're like queens get voted in. You're like, eh, okay, I guess, uh, <laughs> you know. And then then it turns into like you know a romantic comedy, but it's really like a, a, a romantic thriller. Watching a serial killer try to woo someone who has almost no interest in her, in him, up until a point where all of a sudden she does have interest in him, and. Uh, yeah, then there's that whole Obi-Wan subplot of him figuring out the clones, which to this day, was it almost tw- you know 19 years later, I still don't get. I still don't yeah. understand the whole Sifo-Dyas to um, uh, Dooku ordering the clones 10 years ago. Like, I don't get it
1: anyone wants yeah. to tell me email me i don't get it <laughs> i'm gonna I don't get it. i'm gonna lay it out we're gonna talk about that in a second and i'm gonna lay out what the 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 timeline for that is because there has been supplementary material that's come out in the intervening years that have sort of filled in those gaps um
0: See, that's great that just highlights one of the many problems with this movie
1: well i mean that is the legacy of the prequels summed up pretty well right because the without dave filoni coming in making the clone wars recontextualizing all of these characters and their relationships adding depth and texture and interest to the world and all these conflicts and uh just really making the prequels make more sense making them better at least in the eyes of a lot of people i don't see the prequels being nearly as because we're going through a prequel renaissance right now because all the people who saw the prequel as a as a kid are now getting their adult young adults um and they are you know making their voices heard in terms of their uh, love of the prequels and But I don't see that ever happening in the way that it's happening now without the Clone Wars cartoon and Dave Filoni.
0: I mean, fair. You know, it's it's tough to think that there are people who are out there actively liking the prequels because that's what they grew up with. And that is completely fair, right? Like, we've talked about this before, that necessarily these Star Wars movies aren't necessarily for us. You know... It's meant for the next generation. That's kind of like, that's their Star Wars. That's that's what happens when we get a couple generations in at this point. But, be that being said, if you like the prequels, I'm sorry. You had such a rough childhood.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's the thing that is kind of fascinating, right? Is that, in a way, Lucas was right, and we all (laughs) owe him an apology. Because... People were taking a a steaming dumparuskii on these uh, these prequels, and he was saying like, uh, "Well, it's uh, it's just not for for you. It's for the kids, and they'll and then they'll love it." And he was exactly right because they did. And while we were all busy, you know, securing our knowledge that these would would be relegated to the dustbin of history, and uh, you know, the the kids grow up and they say, "Hey, old man." This Star Wars rules, and your Star Wars, uh, hella drools. <laughs>
0: yeah. Fair. They're wrong, but fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, uh, yes, they are uh, wrong. Uh, objectively, they are wrong. And mm-hmm. uh, we can fight about that if they want. <laughs> uh, meet me at the Aging Institute on Geary and Second Street. <laughs> i bring you bring your finest toy lightsaber I'm bringing Dooku's (laughs) and I'm gonna beat some sense into you all Uh, the
2: difference with
1: this saber is that it's uh covered with duct tape and filled with rocks it's been a long time (laughs) since it's been a long time since the the this movie first came out
0: I know the first thing I'd swing once put my back out end up on the door no way Never mind. Yeah. Your, your your movies are superior. Please don't beat me. Ugh. Yeah,
2: yes. the The Revenge of the Sith is the most
1: brave and brazen Star Wars, of course. Uh, most original, whatever. No, I'd run into traffic if someone <laughs> for the Sith first. Uh, that's a real opinion I heard someone uh, say to me. Uh,
0: not ironically.
1: No, no, with all the serious in the world. Oh, okay. All the seriousness in the world. And I, because they felt the need, I was just talking about what my favorite Star Wars was, and they felt the need to say that I was wrong, and that, no, uh, you know, Revenge of the Sith did not belong so low on the list. It was, in fact, the most brave and ballsy Star Wars to date. Certainly didn't go exactly how you thought it would. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you had the same experience. We'll get there when we talk yeah, about we'll it, obviously. Be, but sure, I don't, we
0: can, we can yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you had this jump ahead. I
1: don't know if you had the same experience. But when I saw Revenge of the Sith, it was the least surprising movie I've ever seen. I was like, this is exactly how things. I thought things were going to play out. Bad. Yeah, it's not a movie that's going to end well.
0: Nope. It's like, look, I've never seen Titanic. Never will watch Titanic. But I know how Titanic ended.
1: Yeah. yeah. Optimus Prime shows up and Titanic Titanic it turns sinks, into right? a giant Decepticata. They have a big fight. Right, and he shoots them
0: and then it it sinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: how, that's historically accurate.
0: Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, like, yeah, Revenge of the Sith, I mean, we can get into it with the prequels. I think it it's a strong one of the prequels.
1: Mm, strong I disagree. Don't,
0: well, no, of the pre. I'm not saying it's the strongest one of the prequels. I'm just saying it's a strong one of the prequels. Yeah, no, yeah, I you mean, know.
1: yeah. I was just kidding, you're right. Um, I, I
0: mean, you know, I don't want a moose Boosh to come over here and knock me out, so. <laughs> So like, but it's definitely not brave, and it definitely went exactly how I knew it was going to go because I saw a little movie called Star Wars, yeah, and I know well, who a lot of these people are based off of. And uh, you sure, know, you know, Anakin wasn't looking too hot. He's looking way better in Star Wars.
1: Than he did. <laughs> well, did you have the same exp- like for whatever reason, I kind of uh like uh, got through osmosis somehow that uh that the final battle between obi-wan and uh and um anakin would take place on a lava planet i don't know because this is before the internet was what it is today uh but i always had heard that whenever they would make these prequels it would always end on a lava planet yeah, yeah. Did you have that same? No, of course. It, I forget which
0: one it was in, but they t- they talked about, yeah, Obi Wan fighting, you know, Darth Vader and, on a lava planet. So I felt pretty secure it was going to be a lava planet. And then when you see Mustafar, you go, oh, well, well, there you go. At least. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. This is going to be pretty cool. Then you get, then, you know, when you see all that shit happen, you go, oh, that's how he lost? Pfft, sucker.
1: Yeah. I think the bringing it back to attack of the clones real quick though. Yeah, good. We might as well cuz what we're <laughs> supposed to be talking about. I think one of the things that is so frustrating about this movie is that like I you alluded to this earlier, but there are so many sort of plot threads, relationships and ideas that are awesome that are just not followed through on like the assassination subplot for uh padme after they fail to do it it that whole subplot just peters out the jedi council says okay take uh have anakin take padme you know to naboo travel as refugees disguise yourself and she'll be safer there. And that ends up just being true. There's not... Like, how interesting mm-hmm. would it have been to have more attempts on her life throughout the the course of this movie? Because, obviously, Darth Sidious is the one who hired him to do that. Because he needs her out of the picture so he can manipulate his way into, um, you know, declaring martial law or, you know, the emergency powers to the god it's even boring to talk about but um Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i mean like why do they just give up i mean i guess that he doesn't need to now that she's off planet but that man that would have been a lot more interesting
0: way interesting the problem is it would have never given you time to build that relationship and i put that in quotes Mm between padme (laughs) and anakin (laughs) Right, like, really, the assassination attempt was an excuse to get those two together. Right. And then once they're together, it's just all, let's watch them fall in love. And you're like, man, if that's how people fall in love in Star Wars, it's a real, ooh, that's a real pickle right there, uh... (laughs) I'll
1: take extra pickles for yeah, take
0: extra with pickles this movie. For, yeah, need all the pickles to wash this movie out. Um, so that was really it. I think you are on to something. i much rather, instead of you, I don't know, lopping off Sam Weasel's arm, and then, like, you know, her dying a la Camino saber dart. Of course, which, yeah. Which sounds kind of like... Uh, oxymoron like a saber and a dart Just yeah pick one
1: you know it also sounds like the kamino robot football team name the kamino saber darts <sighs> it's great proofs from the first movie hey <laughs>
0: okay, man I, I
1: don't care where you are from that's <laughs> gotta hurt Oh,
0: that sounds pretty good. Do more like that. <laughs> Less about this movie. More about Greg Proops and Star Wars. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like, I mean, she could have been hunting them down and then we could have seen their relationship blossom that way versus kind of like this weird, I don't know how to write this to kid, you know, like to appeal to kids. I don't, you know, I don't. Look, I'm going to flat up come out and say it. I don't believe their relationship. It, it, no. Obviously, it feels super... To me, it feels super forced. And just like, at some point, we accept it. Right? Like, she even... Natalie Port... You know, Padme just accepts it. Okay, we're together now, I guess. This is it. You yeah, know,
1: she... She basically succumbs to some sort of Stockholm Syndrome, like, after they're captured, and then she's like, all right, I love you. I know, I've been resisting it this whole time, but I... I loved you since the moment... What did she say? I've been dying a little ever since I saw you again.
0: Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Um... So, yeah, I'd much rather have watched, like, you know, a Terminator, some shit going after him. That would have been dope. Or, like, a group of bounty hunters, because in this, in the galaxy, in the Star Wars galaxy, bounty hunters are just, like, you know, the task rabbits of, like...
1: Yeah, dude, that bothers like, do me everything. as
0: well. You know, like... You don't hire Dog the Bounty Hunter to train your U.S. Special Forces, so I'm not gonna hire Django Fett, who Looks cool. I'm not gonna take that away from him. Be like, we're gonna take his stuff. He seems to be the best.
1: Yeah, like what are they gonna? I'd love to see in the you know in this movie where um, they they attack you know the the clones go with Yoda to commit uh, sorry to Geonosis and there he's like okay attack now and then like behind him suddenly there's a, a bunch of just like a motley crew of weirdos he's never seen it's like who are you guys <laughs> it's like oh no the clones hired us to do this that's what that's what jango fett does he uh he gets a contract and then he subcontracts that out to another person so he doesn't have to do shit
0: exactly exactly that was the whole thing i was like literally One of my notes before I asked you, I was like, hey, you taking notes? You're like, no, I'm not taking notes. And I said, well, I'm going (laughs) to stop taking notes because I can't do it. It requires too much concentration on this movie. I was like, so you hire an assassin that then hires another assassin to do his job. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, fair. And then that assassin uses a robot to go do the assassinating.
1: Yeah, seriously, what is what is the point, Jago Fett? You because he gives her the centipedes, the 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 deadly centipedes that he that she uses to try to kill Padme, and she walks, and then like
0: fifteen feet away, <laughs> just puts it in a <laughs> droid. Oh my Droid. He could have done that. Even he, he could have fucking throw that thing through the window. Like at this point who gives a shit? Like <laughs> I never got that where <laughs> the
1: droid should be getting paid. It's just this like it's just this 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 nightmare of uh bounty hunter middle management. And it's also sort of like telling and not showing. Like show us that Jango Fett is one of the most feared bounty hunters in the galaxy. Because right now I'm seeing someone who is like a very, like lazy middle manager. He gets like a task and immediately it's just delegated to somebody else.
0: Yeah, he's just like, eh, you know,
1: my clones
0: will get the job done because I refuse to do the job. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you I, know, I've got a weird son to raise. Yeah, I got my weird son self to
2: raise. <laughs> in a Bulba. close the door.
0: You can show, see my armor. close that door, Bulba. Close it. Uh, you want to talk about fucking awkward? That scene between him and Obi Wan in his apartment. He's like, I'm just a simple man making his way through the, you know, the galaxy, and you know, Ian Mcgregor's like, really?
1: Like, you make Fuck. your ever make your way as far into the interior as Coruscant? Maybe once or twice. Any time recently? Like no, was you. But the
0: whole time, you're like, "Oh, come on."
1: And that's supposed to be really tense. That move, that part of the movie is meant is like the music, the dialogue. It's supposed to be like this. Oh, is he gonna figure it out? But it's but then it's shot in a stark white room. There's no dramatic lighting whatsoever. And then each of the shots are, like, a two-shot. They're just, like, there's no close-ups. There's no dramatic anything going on with the camera. It's just, it's literally, like, they're they're shooting... Even if they were just getting a beer, it would be more dynamic, I feel like. But there's something about the way that scene is shot that just saps every ounce of tension out of it. And yeah. Obi-Wan can clearly see the armor before he closes I, that. Everyone
0: can. It's fucking right there. Like... You would think he'd take better care of it. And he would just hide it in his laundry closet. Or whatever the hell that thing was. You know what I
1: mean? Also, do you, what do you think, before he left for, like, is Tan Wee there when they're talking? Because you'd yeah. think that they Todd Wee would just be like, weren't you just in Coruscant? You asked for all these saber darts. We why? <laughs> and these, uh... These
0: uh, poisons centipedes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember? Just in case. And then you asked for a robot and an advance and some money so you could pay another person to use the robot we're giving you, the drug <laughs> we're giving you. You remember all this? Yeah. Uh, that but being that's said, being said... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Jinx. You got it out or, first. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Being
1: said that, that
0: is one of my favorite fight scenes in
1: the movie is between those sure. two. Yeah, yeah, I, and with this enhanced color grading, you can hardly tell when it turns into weird looking digital Obi Wan.
0: Yeah, but you can tell. What you, I love you. Could tell when it was Obi Wan doing reshoots versus Obi Wan who was there originally. Oh, dude. Dude,
1: the pube beard that they have him in. terrible wig, too. And the terrible wig, it is so crazily obvious that, yeah, it really takes you out of some of those scenes. And I think most of the scenes are the ones, like, I mean, a lot of them are from that speeder chase from the start. Yeah, the
0: elevator, the speeder chase. Yeah, it looks really...
1: (laughs) The speeder chase? There is so much dialogue there that's supposed to, like, remind you of, like, you're supposed to feel like you're watching like Lethal Weapon or something with like two <laughs> buddies that have like tons of uh, like history to get together, but it's mm. just Obi Wan being like he's doing that again. Oh, I hate it when that happens. And it's <laughs> what yeah. about the part where Zam? They're chasing Zam. She shoots the the, the power couplings, and they shoot out purple. Uh, doesn't do all that much to you, lightning. Yep. And Obi Wan just. Like, first of all, Anakin could have avoided that. It's so big. He could have avoided it so easily. But Obi-Wan, yeah. instead of being like, look out, is just like, Anakin, how many times have I told you? And then they're already in the thing. They already hit the thing. It's halfway through a sentence. Everything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. And then when he's just like, excuse me, master, <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and free fall
1: through this. Uh, I, I hate that whole thing. Also, I, Obi-Wan's like, I hated when he does that. So it's like, okay, he does this he's jumping oh out God. of speeders constantly, which he, it would be great if he did it again in the movie just to show us that that is something he actually does all the time. But no, he 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 does that But but hey, Obi-Wan uh, maybe not, don't be such a hypocrite because earlier in that very scene you just jumped out of a window <laughs> I mean, you you had no idea if that droid could hold your weight you had no idea what it was gonna do you're just like, oh, here I go <laughs> <"Hazoo!"> <laughs> you did that same thing, and then of course the you know, she, the Zam snipes it out of the air because uh, you're just hanging off of a droid, why she didn't shoot him again is uh, hard to them. fathom
0: Or have the droid explode.
1: Or a million other things you could have done. I mean, it's clearly an assassin droid, so you'd think it would have, like, just spikes that would come out the minute somebody would try to grab it.
0: Yeah, I was really surprised it could carry his weight.
1: Yeah. Like, well. And, uh, man, so when they go to the bar the bar scene oof Ooh. i was hoping for some real cool like underworld coruscant te- texture and and uh like character there and man it's so clean so brightly lit even though it's like colored lighting but one thing about that scene really takes me out of the movie every time and it, that's the robot football
0: oh i i thought i was gonna be like it's not the woman in the red pants it's like the first <laughs> time you see like a G string and and in, 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 oh, yeah, right. in You're Star Wars. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're talking. This movie's just got a little dark.
1: It's like
0: Cinemax. Let's get yeah. all robot football. Why?
1: It's the robot football on the on the TV screens, which is just like and it literally has a robot quarterback and defensive line. Which I'm just like, why would this sport be just like? The same exactly except robots, but also then as the scene progresses, it's all just like cameo. It's like just a bunch of cameos of different people who are in outfits or makeup the rest of the time. Yeah. And it's just like, if you know anything about the movie, you're just like, there's no way to take that scene seriously. Because you're like, oh, there's Anthony Daniels. Oh, there's All My Best. Oh, there's George Lucas's daughter. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, when, he, when he shows up in uh, Revenge of the Sith, you go, <laughs> <laughs> you go what the... Uh, I mean, you know, guess what? Uh, Hitchcock did it, so go ahead and knock yourself out, I guess. Please. Yeah,
1: except Hitchcock just played himself. Yeah, My this movie, too.
0: Fair. Fair. <laughs> Fair. I mean... Yeah, when you see Anthony, you know, like Daniels, and you see "I'm at best," you're like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." He threw it in there, and the thing is, for most people, no one would know. Most casual Star Wars fans, no one would realize that was, you know, C3PO and um, Jar Jar, right? You would just look at it, oh, okay, yeah, cool, you know, death sticks.
1: <laughs> yeah, even. Like even when I was a kid, that was like that. That seems dumb. This is like uh, I know this is for kids, but calling it death sticks is just like why would you ever market? He, I mean, he's he's trying to make a business here. Why would you call him death sticks? Why'd you call him like orgasm rods? <laughs> 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 Hell, just call them pretzel rods if you really want to move a couple. but but that like the whole obi-wan detective part is my favorite part of the movie um that's
0: your favorite part of the movie yeah
1: i like i like him going to the archives i like that set i like him searching for the planet um and it being deleted i like i don't like jetster dexter because um why is he he turned
0: evil why does he turn evil? This is the most, like, Hello, Dex! And, you know, they hug and all that stuff. He's like, Yeah. They're made by the kamino <laughs> <laughs> And he's laughing all menacing by the end of it. Nobody he just like, Yeah. You know, yeah, this... You don't sound sinister at all, Dex. Or Jack. <laughs> or Dexter, or whatever the... F- you know, your name is.
1: I... I don't like him because when he's hugging Obi Wan, he's also pulling up his pants that are fully showing his alien butt crack, and that thing looks wrecked. And then you just uh. like, then you have to imagine like <laughs> what a naked Dexter Jetster Dexter looks like because you've seen fully his like wrinkly, weird, leathery backside and his stained butt crack.
0: I mean, you don't have to picture naked. <laughs> But if you yeah, do, you do. <laughs> that's fine. You're, you're a lot. I'm not going to yuck your yum, dude. If you like that, <laughs> don't, <good. laughs> don't say butt. yum in, in
2: conjunction <laughs> with that <laughs>
1: gross crap. Uh, I also like the pancake droid when uh, Anakin and Amidala get on the, uh, the refugee cruiser to, to hightail it back to Naboo. She, by the way, she does not look like a refugee. <laughs> She's wearing a a head, a headpiece that is um worth more than that ship, I'm sure. I mean, um,
0: why did she have to travel like as a refugee? I understand you're trying to go like under the cover like you're not in trouble, but who gives a
1: shit? Like why would you go back <laughs> home? <laughs> yeah, but I want that pancake droid that's in that scene. There's the at the very start of the scene there's like a there's a Droid that has like fifteen arms and it's fl- flipping flapjacks. I want that fucking pancake droid.
0: Well, yeah, that's hey, that's cool. Get a pancake droid. It's more useful than nine tenths of the other droids in this movie. So <laughs> yeah, it feeds
1: you food. So, since we're talking about Detective Obi Wan, let me take you through the whole the the clone thing. And what they've done in the, in the intervening ye- years to try to make it make sense. Um, okay. So, when George Lucas was uh, originally writing the script, this the character who ordered the clones was named Sido Diaz, like Sidious. And it was going to be a fake name that Palpatine uses uh, and pretending to be a Jedi member of the council to create the clones and have Order sixty six implanted in them, right? So, if they had stuck sure. with that, that would have been awesome because I it guess. would have. Well, it would have been better than what we what we got. I I guess I sh- should say because potentially, yeah, it makes like it makes Palpatine's plan make more sense, and it makes it and it fits with his character more because he's always sh- shown as someone who's been pulling the strings and patiently waiting to make his move and he's always one step ahead of everyone else so you have him using a fake name and pretending to be part of the jedi council and ordering these clones would have been interesting so while george lucas is uh typing up the script uh he makes a spelling error and instead of city or sido diaz it's sifo diaz and so he likes that better. So it, he instead of just saying, "Okay, yeah, that's the that's the nom de plume that uh, Palpatine's going to use," uh, he just is like, "Okay, no, I will just totally change that plot point. We're going to make up a new character called Saifo Diaz, and we're going to tell his backstory in the next movie, and so people will get it." then but i'm gonna throw away this this all the stuff i've built around it being uh palpatine's idea okay and so the next movie comes they cut it out because the movie's focusing on anakin and he doesn't feel like it has it has time to sort of take this uh sifo diaz uh, detour so we never get any resolution right and so it just Mm -hmm. goes for years without that then they introduce him in the Clone Wars and give him a canonical backstory. He was killed over some moon by bounty hunters. And he appears as a, uh, like a force vision to, um, Dooku, I think. And so flash forward to just recently, they released that novel about Dooku and Saifo-Diaz. Okay, yeah. yeah Safo <laughs> S- Diaz is uh featured prominently in that um in that novel and his deal is he was a Jedi initiate alongside Duku and he possessed the uh the Jedi ability of foresight. He could see into the future farther than any other Jedi. And so he sees the galactic conflict with the trade federation coming and Mm -hmm. decides to pitch the Jedi council on making this grand army of the Republic. They say, no thanks. Um, but he does it anyway. He pretends to be, uh, he, or sorry, he doesn't pretend to be anything. He, he, under their, unbeknownst to them, he continues talking to the Kaminoans. At the same time, Dooku is being, um, falling to the dark side. Sure. Yeah. And so he gets wind of this plan because he's friends with, uh, Sifo Diaz. Palpatine then comes up with the idea they're going to kill Sifo Diaz. And since Sifo Diaz never met with the Kaminoans in person, I guess, Dooku will impersonate Sifo Diaz, complete the, um, transaction and co-opt Order 66. Order 66 was something that was thought up by Sipho diaz apparently, (laughs) and put into the clones as a safeguard against them doing anything to the the Jedi and the Republic. But then, once they kill Sifo-Diaz, they take over the project, and they change the Order 66 to fit the machinations of, uh, of, of Sidious. So it's instead of being something that Sidious has planned since the beginning Mm -hmm. and executed on he just kind of bumbles into it he's like what oh your friend is making an army that gives me a great idea whoa so that is how that works and uh and why it, they had order 66 and they were ended up being loyal to to Palpatine. So yeah, I mean, Look at it's, that. It's,
0: yep. Look at what a spelling mistake caused the company have to do. Like <laughs> like almost 19 years of retconning to make it make sense. <laughs> yep because re oh my god that sounds um what's the word not good yes that not, sounds not good. good no yeah no not a fan not a fan um well thank you for that illuminating um uh, story to shine a light on why uh Sifo-Dyas ordered clones Yep. And um,
1: <laughs> with on credit,
2: I guess. Yeah, or... I guess. Yeah, who paid for it?
1: Like I that's mean, what I, I th- think too. Like I think that the Republic is going to get a bill. Like
2: at some point, they'll be like, "What the hell is this? Yeah. Clone,
0: <clears throat> Master Windu ordered a clone army. You did." <laughs> It's on the Jedi black card. (laughs) What did I tell you about expenses not approved by the Jedi Council?
2: (laughs) Destroyed by credit score (laughs) is...
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Consolidation of debt I will need. (laughs) Hiding (laughs) in (laughs) Dagobah, I must
2: go... Remember my credit, I get on
1: <laughs> Oh god. So are there some other parts of this movie that you enjoy? What are your favorite parts of this movie?
0: Um I like the Django and Obi-Wan fight. Uh yeah, that's I good. like um I like the, that tender moment in the uh Tuscan Raider camp before it got completely ruined um
1: (laughs) can i tell you real quick about the one thing that bothers me about that moment because i I agree with you i think the performances in that in that moment are really good but uh when she is tied up to that weird sort of like wooden i don't know yeah post thing Mm -hmm. the the leather straps are just like something they look brand new and manufactured in a way that is completely non, non, like unbelievable. It looks like they just went to Michael's and got like a roll of leatherette, um, like ribbon or something. <laughs> it looks everything about it looks like they got it at a Bed Bath and Beyond. Like they have these very like thin, like birch bark things, and then like these these uh, new ass leather straps that just are ridiculous.
0: Hey man, sometimes, you know, do back ass or uh you know, shiny, you know. Yeah, I
1: guess I guess you know they have a real they can cut like the, the Tuscan Raiders have like a like a leather factory. That's how they make yeah, all their uh no, bantha leather. That's how they make yeah, all their Yeah, when you
0: shave a bantha, it's smooth
1: and oily. <laughs>
0: grody <laughs> yeah no um what else do you like uh, around the survivors a perimeter crate only because that <laughs> line cracks me up it's uh, funny it's funny Um. Uh, that is uh, that is all <laughs> I mean I don't I mean I don't mind detective Obi-Wan I just feel like it was not pointless but I think what what was trying to you know what, what he was trying to go for just didn't really come off as you know the way it was it wasn't like none of it to me was like a mystery none of it was whatever it just seemed like he just lucked into it I mean look he had to go to Yoda and the younglings for them to tell you hey This empty spot you're seeing, but gravity and everything still affecting there? Yeah, maybe there's a planet there anyway. Why not just go out there and check it? Instead, we get like, hmm, truly wonderful the minds of children are. I was
1: like, I do like that scene, though. I like Yoda teaching people that he has, like, a kind of a humor to him in that scene that I think, actually... The interactions, like, him clowning on Obi-Wan for, like, losing a planet are the most Yoda... That's what it feels like the most, like, the Empire Strikes Back Yoda to me. Um, Yeah, I
0: mean, to be fair, you know, the
1: the Dooku Yoda thing
0: is not my... uh, at, At first watch was completely my cup of tea because I was so caught up in the euphoria of... Opening night, but after watching multiple times, you go, "Ooh, uh, uh, no, no." Uh, the, the interaction between you and the kids, fine. The interaction, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there, there are moments. This movie, like all of them, have certain moments where you're like, "This is okay," like, "This is fine." I don't have a problem with it. That's one of them. Uh, like I said, <laughs> the Django oh we won fight I really dig uh some stuff in the arena I thought are, is okay but nothing that really like stood out where I was, like this is this is some shit right here it was actually hard for me to feel like this movie was completely star Wars
1: yeah it it it's very disjointed the I heard actually the the um the droid factory scene was added really late via reshoots Um, it looks it yeah and like they like every no one had time to finish that scene and what's weird is the reason lucas put it in there is because he felt like the pace was was like dragging at the last half of the movie but like it slows everything down and it isn't exciting at all it is so weirdly like a video game and like a bad platformer not like a cool video game yeah. and also like they really like they really play with the the suspense in that in that scene in a way that if you're pay- paying attention doesn't make sense because there's that part where they where padme is in the buckets that are going to be filled button, yeah. with yeah, the smelting buckets. Mm-hmm. And it shows uh overhead shot and and like there the smelting bucket is being filled up and there is one more and then her. But then we see the the, mm-hmm. the thing open twice before it actually gets to her. So it's just like stop like you're just fucking with us now. <laughs> it's like Why? It's not like they could have shown, oh, that was a different line. That was a different line she was on. Like She wasn't that close. I don't know. They, there are I'm, ways to do that that are clever, but I'm, they're just dude. not.
0: You, you have R2 fly over there, and he lands. And then he takes, like, a good solid minute before he decides <laughs> to go ahead and <laughs> <Just> <laughs> turn just it off anyway. Yeah, just so we can get the suspense. It's funny because the buckets filled felt oddly small. You know, they looked... Huge, because they could hold a person. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't care for the whole droid-building thing. I think... I, I don't care for what they did with C-3PO putting his head on the little droid, drone's body. I, I didn't care for that at all. Like, you know, I understand the comedy relief this time around because, you know, Jar Jar got relegated to ruining the galaxy. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: What <laughs> what a cruel fate. And man, George Lucas was pretty sore about the uh, fan reaction to Jar Jar, to the point where he jokingly named the first draft of Phantom Menace um, Jar Jar's Great Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... There's so much about this movie that is tough. Like you said, all the the Padme Anakin romance stuff is it's just, tough.
0: It's, it's painful, it's and
1: like, like you don't even like him as you, as the viewer. Or I'm speaking for myself, I suppose. But I don't you can like speak for me too. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't, we don't like him at all, like ever. There's nothing endearing about him, really, and. And it starts from the very first moment. He comes in to Padme's room, and and he's like, she's upset about something. And he's like, well, you gotta be, sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do, even if you don't like it, and you gotta be humble and stuff. And then she's like, okay. And then he launches into his own thing. She didn't even ask him, like, hey, how are you doing? No, he just is like, Obi-Wan's holding me back. I'm the most powerful. And he's like, you just were like... Talking about how sometimes you have to do your duty, even if you don't agree with it. And then you're just like, oh, but I'm the best. I'm more powerful than Yoda. Dude,
0: do not get me started on that guy. Like, he's like, when she's like, don't look at me like that. And he's like, why? Because you're making me uncomfortable.
1: He's so creepy.
0: Yeah, was not the only one uncomfortable during that whole exchange. Like, everyone else in the room must have been uncomfortable. I know I was uncomfortable every time I see it. Like he, The best version of Anakin, outside of the cartoons, which I think do a better job rounding out Anakin's character, is Kylo Ren.
1: I think... Yeah, Yeah, he's what I wish we would have gotten...
0: Yeah, the whole thing with them. When I saw it, I was like, see? That strikes me as someone who'd be Anakin. He's powerful as fuck. He knows it. That's not the point. He just has no filter to control it, right? So, he's just like, I'm pissed. I'm going to chop up this, you know, this panel, You know, I was slighted. I I want more power. I know I'm badass. It's a complete valid reason. If I had the Force and I was as powerful as apparently they were supposed to be, I'd probably be the dark side immediately, too, because I'd think I'm a badass. (laughs) So, you know, like this. But this is more whiny. Like, Or, you know, like the the sand line that everyone rags on them on. I mean, that's why I asked you earlier if you thought if any of those other actors could have brought it justice. And the thing is, I think about it. It's like, I don't think they could have because the lines themselves were written in such a way that just were meant to be rebellious
1: but were just like you know yeah.
0: just just like
1: the reason First world I problems s- yeah i totally agree with you the reason i say that i think that somebody probably could have brought a more believable take to that is i think the same person who wrote anakin's lines you know george lucas wrote uh, you know the 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 dialogue for Obi Wan and uh, Palpatine, but they're able to do something with it. Uh, I don't know. It's just <laughs> I don't know that oh, poor guy. I mean, he's getting his due now, which is great, but it can't have been easy. Uh, in the moment, but yeah, I mean, like, he has a lot of weird delivery. Uh, uh I don't like sand. Gets everywhere, <laughs> and then. Yeah. I, people always talk about that line, but my most cringeworthy line of his from this movie is, and now I'm haunted by the kiss you never should have given me. Oh, jeez,
0: don't say that again. Oh, my God. That is, <laughs> You're in my
1: soul.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, that whole Fireside <laughs> oh. moment is is uh, is bad and um yeah i think the final battle uh the war scenes are cool the the, maybe the most war star wars has ever been
0: yeah i would say the shots like on genosha with the clones versus the uh you know the separatists were cool yeah like as far as just the 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 kicking up of the dust and you know just having the laser lights you know like the blaster fire all going through that and things getting wrecked and yeah that was that was fine no 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 problems with that like you know i had some problems with the jedi showing up in the arena which i remember everyone popping off in the theater when that
1: happened oh yeah it you know, like all oh the... my
0: god, more than two lightsabers on the screen at the time. <laughs> you
1: know, yeah. well. and like all the different lightsabers that that lit up. Plus, you got to see Mace Windu actually do something um, to sort yeah. of uh, to earn his uh, title. And I love the fact that they let they let Sam Jackson design his lightsaber. And they let him just do whatever fighting style he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Old man, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he has it but it works because it's sort of effortless and in a way that is very natural. Except for the fact when he when he's like blocking a bunch of stuff and he's like, Ooh, yeah. Dodging around. <laughs> he really he really puts some uh some stank on that um on that acting choice and it, it does look funny but let's talk about that final fight in yeah, Dooku's okay. hangar yeah that's actually like before we talk about that 40 <laughs> miles away <laughs> yeah, but you have to, you have to take a land speeder to get there but there's a scene that i think they changed i don't know i don't think they changed it for the the 4k version but maybe beforehand but <laughs> When Padme falls out of the uh, of the troop transport yeah and into the sand, it feels, yeah, like, they made, yeah, <laughs> it feels like they died. made yeah it feels like they made the the fall less far. and also she roll like she falls and rolls and I remember in the original version she just pops up and starts running. Like, with the the um, clone trooper, but I swear they added a line in there where he's like, is everything okay? And she's like, cool, I'm cool. <laughs> I don't remember that being in there before, but I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, I, this, that's tough. Because I just remember her falling out the transport, landing, and I'm like, well, she should be dead. And then, yeah, she pops up and just starts bolting it in a direction. So I remember what you remember. Yeah, but, but it was I different this time. It feels different, but I'm not sure. Like, I wouldn't want to be 100% the added stuff, but you know how they do with all those movies. Yeah. It's, at some yeah, point, it, someone's still tweaking with it. Yeah, like, we can make a good movie out of it, I promise. <laughs> Let's fix the fall first.
1: <laughs> so, um, what about the, uh, the that final fight? It's the final fight between, uh, well, it's anakin and obi-wan and dooku and then yoda and dooku yes so what did you think of of that oh man
0: um so i don't mind the obi-wan anakin fight um i kind of wish they both did fight him at the same time so we could have saw how really fucking badass dooku was yeah because you know like it was kind of like i'm gonna fight obi-wan obi-wan does some shit. he's like i don't think so and he gets chopped in the arm and leg a little bit And he's like oh i'm done <laughs> right you know and then and then he, he there you know anakin's fighting dooku and he's supposed you know anakin supposedly supposed to be a badass you know lightsaber i guess and uh you know was like uh, and it can catch! And he gives him two, and you're like, oh my god, the first time we're seeing two lightsabers being wielded at the same time in a movie, this is t- oh, it's already gone. Fuck, okay. Um, it definitely doesn't hold up because of the weird uh, CG over the stunt actor Christopher Lee head.
1: <laughs> yeah, that popped right off. They made that scene way darker and it did not help.
0: Yeah, no, like
1: they would really need to go in there and
0: really touch that shit up, or almost get rid of it. I think because they try to do so much with the likeness on the side, it just looks really bad. Yeah, it um, does. I do like the you know the lights turned off and them just kind of swinging the blade around. The you know a little artsy fartsy. Don't mind that. Um, but my my biggest problem is the dooku yoda fight which you know again i'll admit when i was in theaters i was like oh my god but in my head i was like this is so wrong Um,
1: yeah i expected yoda to levitate and like do because he always was in the in empire strikes back he was all about like he could pick up huge things and it was he was more of like a cerebral jedi and uh Having him just jump around like a goon. Screaming
0: Uh, bloody murder. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And it just sounds like like Miss Biggie. Because it's it's
0: also Freak Oz. Yeah, it's like... I'll kill you, Dooku! Yeah! Take that, Dooku! Don't touch my purse! Yeah. (laughs) It's, um... Yeah, to me, like, I mean, I have a real weird thing about, like, the Jedi and the Force, and it's why I like The Last Jedi a lot, and I know why a lot of people don't. Um, but for me, Yoda and, like, the Emperor kind of strike me as, you know, for lack of a better term, or like the, they're like, you know, like sorcerers or wizards to me. They're yeah. so learned in the ways of the Force, that using a lightsaber, I w- don't want to say is beneath them. is just not necessary anymore. Like, why use a lightsaber when I can shoot X out of my hands? You know, there, there's a point that's like, I don't even need to get close to him, and I can shoot lightning? Cool, I'll do that. Yeah, so I've always expected the kind of see like Yoda, and you you get a little taste of it in Revenge of the Sith, but I wish that was the case, where Yoda's like, I'm not... Going to fight with a, a lightsaber, or if he, you know, my my badass head cannon is that he doesn't use a lightsaber at all. Is that he just uses his stick, you know, his walking stick, surrounds it with the force or some shit, and Dooku could do all his crazy fucking lightsaber stuff. But he's such a you know like learned ways. He's he's such an old master that he's like his movements are almost like you know, so natural that he's able to block these offensive things just with a stick, and he whoops Dooku's ass that way. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, make him like the the, the sort of uh, long, white bearded masters from kung fu movies, like where he people attack him, but he barely has to move a finger to deflect and redirect their attacks. How cool would that be?
0: I I think it'd be great, because that's... that's like, what strikes me is that's what, what it seems like he would do. I mean, this dude's almost 900 years old at this point. Like, he's been wielding the Force for a bit. But maybe after, you know, Mandalorian, it turns out, fuck, this dude's in his 30s. You, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So he's like, he, maybe he's a lot more spry than we think he should be. But that's that's kind of what I was expecting. So, also, I hate the, there's a line that apparently they added in which is the one where there's like, I see we cannot do this battle. You know, our, our skills in the force are equally let's use our lightsabers, right? Like the whole thing for us to see them, like use lightsabers. Here's the part where one, I wish the line wasn't in there. And two, I wish instead of like them talking about master Yoda being, you know, you know, a master lightsaber or whatever you call it, a duelist. He just is. And it just yeah. is a surprise. Because that way it would have been like, oh shit. And maybe he picks up fucking. He doesn't even have his own lightsaber. He grabs one of the big ones on the ground, you know? And he just starts whipping that thing around, if you're going to do that. <laughs> Why not like, at that point? <laughs> yeah, because it's, just, again, he's like, he doesn't carry one. And you could have maybe dropped that hint. Master Yoda hasn't carried a lightsaber in 200 years right yeah. so it's just like lightsaber bitch please
1: <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah that, that sounds great i mean i don't know it and it was so i've never liked this um this this detail um much like many people have never liked uh jar jar binks and i think you know it came out recently i think we talked about this on the last one but uh ahmed best had a really hard tough go of it um you know he was he was in a really dark place after after um you know the, the the reception to the first movie and so i felt really bad for him uh but then i heard him on a podcast and he's like oh yeah no i i gave George Lucas, the idea to have Yoda jumping around like a frog, that was like, no, I'm at be best. You no, know, I I re give you
0: everything I said back in those days. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Made no, me feel terrible. Not this yeah. too. God. I would uh, hope that. I would hope that was like, mm, I I want to do something here where um, Yoda fights uh, Count Dooku. It's like. Well, I think you should make him jump around like a frog. Hey, you know what? He is green. <laughs> it's in the movie. You, you know, you're just like, fuck you, Ahmed. Fuck you.
2: No. Uh, but, you
1: know, uh, this, uh, that's what he wanted to see, and he got his witch. And yeah, like you said, at the time, uh, the audience ate that stuff up. Yeah, oh, people yeah. loved they loved him when he pulled out his lightsaber. When he puts the cane down, people are like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. What's happening? And uh, and then he's like, oh, oh. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Yippee, <Whoa. kai-yay.">
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Terrible. And, you know, I'm not, I on uh, subsequent viewings i'm definitely not a fan of that scene no i just it's uh, like, okay it's a, a weird, weird way
1: to end the movie too right because it really feels like it comes to a head in the arena and then they kind of take a, a little bit of a lull and they then they go to the this final uh lightsaber fight and then there's like a lot more movie left <laughs>
0: yeah it's weird too after you know like fucking uh dooku rips that pulled and is gonna throw it on obi-wan and anakin you know and yoda does his whole thing like you know catches it and doesn't throw it into dooku's ship so he just sets it down next to him <laughs> yeah he really could have couldn't he? <laughs> he he could have just chucked that shit Just like like,
2: scoot,
1: scoot, scoot! (laughs) The the, the ship just goes over the edge. Oh my ship! (laughs) Ah, the damn it! That was brand new. I just got it waxed.
0: The weird sail thing wasn't deployed. Um, (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah. uh, But DS Nine did it first. Yeah, did it better. But um,
0: the weird thing to me was like you know when Padme shows up and you know they're all there at the end. You can see Padme kiss Anakin. (laughs) <laughs> right. and you're just like you're right there next to obi-wan like this mm, secret you should have kept this <laughs> not tell about the tuscan raider bodies i did but this affair i do not condone
1: you know what i yeah. mean like i mean uh, anakin fuck. is li- or padme is literally guilty of that because anakin tells her all the shitty stuff that he did and she's like oh are you okay You feeling tuckered out from killing all those people? (laughs) You want a sandwich or an apple or something? You want some OJ and a cookie? You want some blue milk? You do? Okay, here's
0: some blue milk. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie?
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) I love that joke.
1: Yeah. All right. So, John, what did you think of this movie? Where does it rank in your your, uh, nine core films? Well,
0: I think I said this in the Phantom Menace one, but uh, I will reiterate it here. This one for me is number nine. Yeah. My least favorite of the nine core Star Wars films. On subsequent viewings, it does not get better. In fact, I think I just get older and angrier. So... (laughs) It's definitely, like all of them, it has moments where I don't mind it, but then those moments get washed away by, you know, like, acting, uh, (laughs) lines, and pacing, and, like, things where you're just like, this, I mean, I know it's Star Wars, so I shouldn't be taking this this seriously, but, like, this makes no... sense and then you watch something great like the mandalorian you're like wow look how they made this make so much more sense how do you do this but then how did this come from that so yeah it's number nine not my favorite um
1: yeah i tend to agree um i haven't redone my list in a long time so i think it's definitely in the bottom three uh without a doubt um the thing about this movie for me is, I try to go back to the prequels once every two years or year and watch <laughs> no. them again, just Why? to see if I, if it, you know, like I, I can re- have a uh, renewed appreciation if enough time has passed. Where especially now that everyone is like really lauding these movies and saying they're the best, I want to go back and try to find enjoyment in them because. You can't just like you can't sort of solidify your opinions and 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 not budge from them. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I try to I try to give them a chance, but mm-hmm. like you said, this one never has really clicked with me. I think there are like I I said before, I appreciate Phantom Menace in a new way. There are things I appreciate about Revenge of the Sith. Um, but this one, yeah, for me, it's just the, the things that I enjoy about it actually make me more mad at the things that I don't like about it, because I think as we talked about today, there is missed potential. There is potential for an interesting mystery movie here. There's a potential for a engaging romance there's potential for all these different things and they just kind of never execute on any of them and so you get a lot of interesting ideas and none of them really work and yeah so i think for that reason it's the bottom for me but i thought we would close out today's episode with a uh, a little it doesn't necessarily have to be a game but I went through all the Metacritic scores for these movies, and so I have the ranking of the nine Star Wars movies according to critics. Okay. So I was going to start at the top. Mm, I don't know, I'm actually, I'm going to start at the bottom, um, and we can do this one of two ways. I can just read them, and you can, uh, and we can hear your takes on them, or do you want to guess?
0: uh why don't we try uh, guessing
1: okay great all right so oh, number God. do i got something for this <laughs> all right everybody ladies and gentlemen it's your star wars ranking guest show welcome everybody welcome our contestant today john hi right. john how you doing doing well. I'm really happy to be here, Forrest. <laughs> okay. So without further ado, let's start with number nine. What is the worst Star Wars, worst rated Star Wars movie of the nine? Well, I'm
0: going to be biased here, and I'm going to say that it's Attack of the Clones.
1: Judges? Mm. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. The number nine worst Star Wars movie, as said by the critics, is... is Last the Jedi. Phantom Menace. No, no. 51. Nah, nah. 51% All right. on Metacritic.
0: Okay. That's All right. wrong. And Metacritic, yep. you should be
1: ashamed of yourself.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Forrest, for taking over your show here. I just <laughs>
1: had let that be said. Uh, That's, of course, the uh, thing we say every episode. Metacritic should be ashamed of itself. Uh, But let's move on to number eight. Number eight, what do you think number eight is, John? I'm going to just keep
0: saying Attack of the Clones until I get it. So, Attack of the Clones.
1: Mm, I'm sorry. Number eight is The Rise of Skywalker at 53%
0: see that is why that is why metacritic is meta trash okay um Rise i have to agree with you yeah it's it's fine here here here's a hot take for everybody i prefer what do you call the the non prequels what do you call the the seven eight nine sequels are they just sequels
1: I, I, I call it prequel, original, and sequels. Okay, well, in the sequels, the sequels are better than the prequels. There, I said it. Hot take. All right. Um, well, uh, largely, I think you'll find... Well, that's true. Um, but what, pray tell, is number seven, John? I'm going to keep saying Attack of the Clones until
0: I get that one. So it has to be Attack of the Clones.
1: That's Thank correct. You. you finally got it. Attack of the Clones... 54. It's funny. Phantom Menace 51, Rise of Skywalker 53, and uh, Attack of the Clones 54. Now here's one that shocked me. Number 6. Number 6 at 58%. 58% number 6. What do you think it is, John? Oh, shit. Uh, uh, Last Jedi? I'm sorry. Return of the Jedi.
0: Fifty-six?
1: I'm 58. done with
0: fifty-eight? Fuck this game. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck these people. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god, get the fuck out of here. You have to be you have to be fucking kidding me. Return <laughs> of the Jedi.
1: 58%. It's that was shocking
0: 58? to me.
1: Are these People, people were not high? fans back in the day when I came out.
0: Wait, wait. Is now are we for sure aggregating this from past like mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, oh my god, get the
1: fuck. I guess out. the ones they have access to anyway, but uh yeah, fifty eight percent what do you think number five is?
0: I don't know anymore, man. I'm f- I feel fucked up.
1: Um, okay, well, I'm just gonna go through the 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 final five hold on, here. No,
0: hold on. Okay, What's okay. the what's no? We're gonna go through this. I'm be wrong. Okay, to prove to everybody that I do not. How do I put it? I do not listen to Metacritic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a safe bet here. Okay, it's just so everyone. But, so I don't ever really. I haven't gone to the website literally.
1: Easily 10 years. Uh, I, I, that's a very healthy thing to do, I think. Yeah. Um, but, but this one's
0: the next rating? Let's go.
1: Number Let's go. five, 68%, a 10 point jump from Return of the Jedi. So this movie is uh, 10 points better at a 68, almost a 70. Number five, what do you think? A New Hope. <laughs> that's incorrect. Revenge of the Sith? Number five. Yes, it's Revenge of the Sith. Yes, judges will allow that. Yes, Revenge of the Sith. Number four. What do you think number four is? And number four is 80%. It jumps from 68 to 80. Number four. Force Awakens? That's correct. The Force Awakens, number four, at 80%. Now, number three number three and this one is only marginally better than the force awakens according to critics according to critics at 82 percent a new hope that's incorrect empire strikes back
0: get the fuck out of here Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. Fuck everyone. And oh. the
1: by process of elimination, you should probably know the last two. So. But the question is, what order are they in? Um and the scores for the last two. Number 2 is 84, so only marginally better than Empire Strikes Back according to critics, and the top one is 90 almost a perfect score okay so i'm gonna go 84 is the last jedi that's right and of course that means at the top of the pops it's a new hope with 90. so according to
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: that list is wild I That's, mean, as as someone who's a bit of a, a a sequel stan, I will I was glad to see so many of the sequels up there at the top. Really surprised for how divisive that people describe uh, the Last Jedi being. Certainly, with critics, doesn't seem like it was divisive at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love The Last Jedi. I didn't have any problems with it. There's some there's you know, I mean obviously there's some parts that make you kinda go, Mmm
1: I don't like the canto bite stuff. I think you don't need it. I think DJ is one of the most Deus Ex Machina characters ever and I don't I don't like how they encounter him and I just don't like him in general, but there's so much good in that movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy... I There's so much that I enjoy about it. I love the take on the Force. I love the nihilistic version of Luke. Yeah. Because, you know, like, you know, just kind of taking from the fact that these are supposed to be, you know, kind of like myths personified. You know, it's no longer Luke's or Leia's or Han's story. They are the old heroes and they're passing it on to the next group of heroes so i like the fact that you know someone who you know wasn't really brought up in the jedi ways was just like you know what i think being a jedi calling ourselves jedi is a kind of bullshit and um you know i really appreciate that and the fucking the holdo maneuver the way they tried to insult that fucking thing that's some of the best sound design i've heard in a movie there you go I found something else I like about Attack of the Clones, when uh, Obi Wan and Jango are flying through the field and he's throwing them seismic charges. I
1: like yeah, that's a cool. Sound. They, I like how they sound. There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, there you go. Last uh, not last Jedi, Attack of the Clones. Uh, we hear Pop Saga, not our favorite, um, but uh, if you're into it um please reach out to us on social media you can check the show notes for that including the link to our t public site if you want to support the production of this podcast and thanks as always to burton m6 for our incredible theme song and as we like to say from john and i to all of you we hope that you stay happy and healthy And, of course, we're going to see you next week. Remember, kids, don't do
0: the Roger Roger. Do the Roger Rabbit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Love it.
3: Saga. You know we keep it groovy We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies A couple of nerds but got style We so cool, pop culture Talking new and old school, yeah You should know we love hip-hop From the roots, tie-lib Shout out to Pharaoh Munch We giving you what you want It don't get no live ain't no doubt we got gotcha. This is Pop Saga, let's go Oh yeah, you heard right heard This right. is a lifestyle Welcome to the nerd life Pop Saga